As the coronavirus vaccine slowly becomes available to more and more people, how should HR parties of one think about reopening their offices during the pandemic? In our most recent episode, we covered the Kepner-Trigo method and started the analysis for how we should reopen our own offices here at Bernie Portal. In this episode, which is part two of our previous episode, we'll complete the Kepner-Trigo analysis for our own decision to reopen our offices. We'll cover a review of the Kepner-Trigo method and Bernie Portal's tentative decision to reopen the office, an explanation of the potential problem and opportunity analysis, which is a Kepner-Trigo process that comes after you've made a tentative decision, and a look at Bernie Portal's approach to our own potential problem and opportunity analysis. Let's get started. Kepner-Trigo presents different clear thinking processes for different types of questions. The process most relevant to the question, how should we go about the initial reopening of Bernie Portal's offices, is the decision analysis. We covered the decision analysis in part one, which I encourage you to check out if you haven't yet. The result of that analysis is what Kepner-Trigo calls a tentative decision. They then encourage doing a potential problem and opportunity analysis of that tentative decision. The tentative decision we reached for Bernie Portal as a result of the decision analysis was that once we're through phase one of Tennessee's vaccination rollout, employees can decide to identify as either remote workers or headquarters workers until vaccinations are further along and the company decides for everyone to come back. During this period, once an employee identifies as a headquarter worker, well, they can no longer work remotely. Again, a lot went into reaching that tentative decision. Check out that episode to see how we did it. In the rest of this episode, we're focusing on running that tentative decision through the potential problem and opportunity analysis. This method of evaluation and consideration is just as important as the decision itself. It empowers HR parties of one to change and improve what will happen by thinking through what might happen if we decide to finalize and follow through on the tentative decision by making it final. Every potential problem and opportunity analysis includes the following. Describing the potential problem or opportunity, where we name the issues that could arise from our tentative decision. Threat level, where we determine the risk each potential problem poses to our reopening strategy and our organization, or how likely capturing an opportunity might be. The possible causes, where we list all the ways a specific problem or opportunity could actually happen. And consequences, where we list all the ways a specific problem could hurt our team or present new opportunities. Preventative actions, where we lay out what our team can do to prevent each problem from happening in the first place or increase the likelihood of realizing a given opportunity. Triggers, where we list the indicators that a problem or opportunity is happening. And finally, a contingency plan, where we list what our team can do if a problem actually happens or what we can do as a result of realizing an opportunity and maximizing the gains. We've even included a template in the episode description that you can use to get started on one of these for your own organization. This process is powerful. And to illustrate the effectiveness of this process, let's first walk through one of the potential problems we've outlined. This example presents a high threat to our team. Here's the potential problem or opportunity. We have an outbreak of COVID-19 among in-person workers with multiple positive cases. The threat level is high. The possible causes are a team member has coronavirus but doesn't realize it. Maybe they're asymptomatic and it goes undetected for a period of time, leading to widespread infection among other team members. Consequences are, well, since we don't know why some people are asymptomatic and others exhibit serious and severe symptoms, 
it's possible some team members would hardly notice their infection, while others could get really sick and become unable to work for a few weeks, maybe longer. It's possible we could have a team member hospitalized and or unable to work for a longer period of time. When it comes to preventative actions, well, we might adopt a screening app. This technology was described in HR Party of One episodes 35 and 36. Check them out. This wouldn't prevent someone from spreading the virus if they're asymptomatic, but it could reduce the likelihood of an outbreak by signaling the team members that they should just stay home if they have symptoms. The triggers, well, in this case, reports of multiple positive cases. In our contingency plan, create a plan for this and a written policy. Identify criteria that would trigger a decision to have everyone return to remote work. It's important to keep in mind that this example represents only one of about a dozen potential problems we outlined for a potential return to the office. We could spend another 10 minutes just talking through each of those. But for the sake of brevity and to deliver on our promise of not being boring, I think it's helpful to just give you a sense of the additional situations we've considered. Other possible problems we've outlined include things like team members waffling on their remote versus in-person work status, more employees than expected deciding to return to the office, making it tough to follow social distancing practices, and clients questioning our judgment when they observe our offices full of people during a video call. You may find that after you've evaluated all possible problems using the potential problem and opportunity analysis, you need to start back at square one with a different alternative. Maybe during step one, you didn't anticipate a particularly risky situation that's solved or avoided by an alternative. One way Bernie Portal tried to anticipate other possible problems is by sharing the decision analysis and the potential problem and opportunity analysis process with our whole team. Earlier this month, everyone joined on a Zoom call, and I explained first how Bernie Portal used the decision analysis process to identify a tentative decision. This included talking through our list of musts our list of wants, and the six different alternatives we originally outlined. And for the sake of full transparency, I even shared my screen and showed the full spreadsheet we'd constructed to think through our reopening plans. We then outlined our potential problem and opportunity analysis, walking through the seven steps that I just presented a few moments ago. After everyone understood the process, I explained that before Bernie Portal decided to make our decision final, to go with alternative six, we wanted input from the team. I shared the Google spreadsheet with all of our employees, made everyone editors, and encouraged our team to add new potential problems to the existing lists. Why? Well, all of us are smarter than any of us, and I thought other people might have ideas that we hadn't considered. One prime example of a problem we hadn't identified before sharing it with our team is how we'd approach our tri-annual team meeting, which we call our thirdly meeting. Bernie Portal's first thirdly is scheduled to take place in April. And if phase one ended by that date, we could potentially have people working remotely and in person. With this division, how would we approach hosting that meeting? It's a great question. By crowdsourcing responses, we were able to generate some additional possible problems and opportunities that we previously hadn't considered. And by the end of the week, we had an even more robust analysis that helped us reevaluate our tentative decision and maximize its likelihood of success. You know, we're still thinking through that decision right now. But as you can see, Kepner Trigo works so well because it organizes the decision-making process clearly, methodically. It empowers us to make informed choices and to make the thinking that went into these choices transparent to a wide audience. It even allows increased participation in the thinking, helping to ensure the best decision is reached. Ultimately, it's up to teams to decide what's best for their workforce. I can't make the decision for you. 
but by showing you how we used Kepner Trigo here at Bernie Portal. Hopefully you've been introduced to a skill that you can use to work through your own initial reopening plan and other difficult decisions in the future. I want to emphasize one final takeaway before we end the episode and conclude our discussion on Kepner Trigo. I'm showing you this tool in this specific context because we think it can be a great system to help you decide when your team should return to the office and how you should return. But of course you can use it in other contexts too. Once you learn how to use Kepner Trigo, and I encourage you to use it when considering how you'll reopen your office, you'll almost certainly think of other applications throughout every aspect of your organization. Used properly, this tool, this system, can help you set yourself apart in your company and in your industry. And more than ever, as you're thinking about using strategic tools like Kepner Trigo, your job is as strategic as you make it.